Today's opening quote is, stop worrying about the potholes in the road and enjoy the journey. Babs Hoffman. People, this is the bonus episode, right? And I'm doing a bonus episode because it's the last day of the month of August and I cannot possibly allow the month of August to done and I've only posted one episode for the month. No, that's not happening. So I ain't got no recording space right now, so I'm just going to walk the streets of Northwest London and um, record as I walk. So I forgive the earrings rattling and the jewellery rattling. I say it, girl. And the cars and whatnot, whatnot. It just is. I ain't got no... I'm no studio, man. So, you know, I'm just going to have to give it... Just going to go rough style. Anywho, this episode is really like an August recap. So I'm back in the LDM. And it's been quite an interesting... Don't ask me what that was. (laughs) It's been quite interesting. Uh... So this little August recap. Like I said, it was my birthday. My birthday came and went. And then what else, I, what else have I done? I tell you what, this last week, um, it's been quite interesting. One of my friends, speaking a bit, one of my friends from Grenada has come over and he's doing a bit of business in the UK. So we caught up, uh, we caught up last week, which was nice. We had, I had intended, well, not that we intended, we went to a pre-carnival soccer party and, you know, although he and I are the same age, oh, thanks, although he and I are the same age, he's kind of like an older version, do you know what I mean? You know how it is, African and Caribbeans, in they, when they get to a certain age, they're like a certain level. I don't know how to explain that any other way. He's just more mature than his years. Uh, outwardly and intellectually. Anywho, he's visiting. I don't think he wants me to be his designated tour guide. However, I was still nursing the wounds of sadness. Having come back early, you know, trust and believe. Yeah, I've been nursing it that long. Um, but so anyway, we went out that night. Uh, pre-carnival party at Box Park in Shoreditch. Box Park is a nice little spot, actually, if you're ever in London. Um, there's th- three of them in London, as I know. One in Wembley. I haven't been to the Wembley one yet. Shoreditch one I've been to a few times. And Croydon is really too far for me to be trekking. I don't live nowhere near it. And for most people coming from the western part of London, Croydon is a bop. It's a real travel. Um, although I did travel to Croydon to see Damien Marley, that's different. That's different. I'll go anywhere to see Damien Marley, that's cool. So, um, listen back to previous episode for the Damien Marley um, concert. But anyway, yes, yeah, so we went to the box park in uh, Shoreditch, which was cool. It was packed. It was a Wednesday as well, packed. And um, the pre-carnival party, got a little free ticket for it. It was a free event. Just got the ticket, whatnot, whatnot. Turned up, uh, you know, like I said, my friend and I are a certain age. That crowd wasn't my age. 
I mean, that could have been my kids. They went my age, boy. Woohoo! So we didn't even go inside. I mean, at the point we got there, and it wasn't that late. Probably it was finishing about midnight. We might have got there about nine. And um, the queue was crazy long. And at that point, they were letting, they're doing the one in, one out thing. So we looked at the little kids. Yeah, there were little kids inside the venue and in the queue. We're like, nah, that's not going to happen. So we just left there, went to get something to eat. And then we went to, I bumped into a friend of mine and um, got chatting. Like, what's your plans for carnival? What's your plans for carnival? So, because um, London Carnival was recent, I'm going to talk about that in a second. And so, yeah, we, we didn't go to the pre-carnival fete at the Box Park. We didn't go inside. We just saw the little kiddies and said no. And I bumped into my brethren. They were like, yeah, did you see the little kids inside? We're like, yeah. They were like, nah, we're not going inside either. Like, cool, don't blame you. So we didn't go inside. So anyway, there was um, there was like a jerk stall inside the box park. Cause inside it's like a, it's an event venue, lots of different eateries. They've got kind of like a games area and stuff like that. So it's a really good kind of um, after work spot. And we get to the to the jerk place. Like I said, it was like nine o'clock. Place closed. Now my friends got the. Now, old people stay when they're hungry, start to lick them. They get a little irritated. So now my friend's getting irritated. He's like, no, I need to eat. I just need to eat. So anyway, we ended up walking, went to Spitalfields Market down Liverpool Street side. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's go to the Trinidad shop. There's a Trinidad, um, Trinidadian restaurant inside Spitalfields Market called Liming. And I had actually never eaten there before they, Lyman sponsored or hosted an event called Jerk and Beyond um, earlier in the year, kind of like May, around May Bank holiday. And that was really, really good. It was a full weekend um, food festival, had music and stuff like that, really, really nice vibe. And that was the first time I'd ever really eaten the food at that event. So I said, well, another food's good. Let's go to the restaurant and sit down. Anyway, get to the restaurant. Must be 9.30, quarter to 10, they're about to close. So they fix us up with whatever's left on the menus. We get a spread, we get doubles, we get wings, we've got paluri. First time I had paluri, not mad for it, but I do like good doubles though. And I must say, when I went to Trinidad, um, first time I went to Trinidad for Carnival 2014, 2014 I had doubles locally man not nice not nice like not nice doubles is like a veggie snack so it's like um ah oh, I don't know what kind of flour they use is it gram flour it might be gram flour but they use flour like a, um almost like a roti skin but not quite it's hard to describe it it's not as, it's, it's, it's kind of like a moist, floury flatbread. And inside that flatbread is like some curry chickpeas with like, um, like a vegetable pickle 
seasoning or vegetable pickle jus on top and usually it's decorated with a bit of tamarind sauce really simple um didn't like it when i went to trinidad thought it was kind of gross sorry trinis but actually i really got into doubles when i went to grenada or made by a trini woman but they were really tasty i don't know what the difference was i just think i went to uh no i'm lying there is a trini restaurant in harsden i believe it's called a trini roti shop correct me if i'm wrong anybody trini roti shop i got doubles from there because one of my colleagues had bought some doubles from there and i was like later for the doubles they were like nice Sharon tasty so i'm like passed actually i tasted them really nice and i got myself a portion of doubles a little while back so yes those ones were really nice and half and believe it or not and i really like caribbean food in Harston. yeah i'm just one of them i don't like like there's very few caribbean food shops that really interest me outside of the caribbean anyway because I'm just stush like that. But anyway, so I had the roti from, sorry, I had the doubles from there. So anyway, we went to the liming restaurant in, in Spitfield's Market, ordered whatever was left on the menu, got a little dessert. They tell us that that was their last night. Till next day was going to be their last night of tra trading. They're having a closing party. Yeah, they're closing down. Their license was kind of temporary at that spot. So they're moving from there and they should be, could be going someplace else soon in the local area. Look out on their social media for more information. So the Liming shop, the Liming restaurant in Spitfields Market, London, is not in Spitfields no more. They closed down last week. So anyway, the next day now, I spread the word. A Wednesday night, I spread the word. Listen, lime is closing. Come we go for the lime. Come we go for the lime. Some of my peeps are dragging their foot. Other people said they're not going. Some of people said mm, maybe, maybe. And I'm like, well, I feel like going out tonight. Furthermore, my friend who I'm live staying with, I can't get into her place anyway because because I can't get in until she's back from work. So I'm like, sod it. Let me go down to um. Let me go down to the liming thing. It was really cool, actually. It was really good. Bumped into my friend and her group of friends were doing like an after-work drink thingy, which was such a vibe. So I met up with them. And then one of my friends, I invited him to come down. Unfortunately, he left a little bit early, but just before he left, or just after he left, it actually was kind of cool. But it was nice for the, like, couple hours that we were there for. It was really nice. And they were giving out shots to the head of rum. So I had to partake, obviously, because, you know, I'm there, innit? So, like, three shots to the head. I mean, why would I say no? Angostura rum. Shots to the head. I mean, I took quite a few. I don't remember how many. I lost count. But, yeah, there's probably a video of me circulating somewhere, taking a rum shot to the head, which was great fun. Um, and then, like, I met with some guys, friends of my friend who I bumped into, Turns out one of them swiped a bottle of, they swiped a bottle of aged dark rum, 21 year aged dark rum. Oh, I can picture the bottle now, well, I can't remember, I think it was the guy, a Guyanese rum. Anyway, they swiped a bottle of rum. I'm looking at them like, what the fuck is you swiped a bottle of rum? Fuck, share that shit. We in this together. 
So we shared the bottle of rum. It was like a half bottle, but it was a half large size. We shared it. Whoever, whoever was there, they were like, what, 21 age rum? How you get that? Have a class. My friend, don't ask no questions. Just take your shot and go. Don't ask no questions. Take your shot of rum and keep it moving to the left. So that was good fun. So that was, um, yeah, that was the, uh, yeah, that was last week sometime. So then Friday now, what I did Friday? Friday, Friday. So I got the wickedest birthday blessing. So my friend, another birthday present. My friend, um, she called me one day. It's like, oh. What are you doing for carnival? I'm like, well, I'm here, so I'll be there. I ain't with no band or nothing. I come too late for all of that shit. So, you know, I'm just going to walk the road. She's like, oh, let me, who do you want to jump with? I'm like, well, I'd love to jump with Release the Rhythm. Their music's always good. I'm not keen on their crowd, to be honest. I always find the crowd's a little bit young. But the music is usually always on point. I'll, I'll give them credit for that. So she was like, well, let me buy your T-shirt for Carnival. Disney, what? For real, sis? Because I know my, my friend ain't working. So it's like, you know, T-shirt package is like £45 or something like that. I'm like, sis, I know you're not working. Don't watch that. That's for the both of us. That's £90 for the both of us. I'm like, sis, for real, don't, don't watch She's like, no, 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 it's your birthday. Let me get your birthday gift. I'm like, wow, that's special. Thank you so much. So um, we tried to get we tried to get our t-shirt package. It was already sold out anyway. So she's like, okay. So what do you want to do? I'm like, well, I'm just easy in it. Thanks for the offer, but you know, like I'm cool. No, no worries on that flex. She's like, right, let's get tickets for the Mr. Killer concert for Marshall Montana. Did me? Uh huh. What? It's like, yeah, let's get tickets for that. All right then, sis. So she had a link. Well, I looked online for the tickets. They were actually sold out. And she had a brethren. So then, then, then we were meant to get tickets for a boat party, which I then had earmarked for us. And she was like, you know what? I've got a friend that's selling tickets. Cool. So we had tickets. We went to um, see Marshall Mantano, Bungie Garland, Mr. Killer, Fair Lions, Motto from St. Lucia and Teddison and John from St. Lucia. They all performed at the London Troxy for the big pre-carnival circle concert. I was not playing, so my Grenadian friend has said he's visiting. Um, I arranged to get him a set of tickets. So him and his brethren, it was me and my sister that was going down. And I'm like, you know what, friend? I love you, you know, but I known you a long time now and I know that your timekeeping is next level and when I say next level because I've had a history of not being late not being on time and being the late friend and I'm really trying to grow out of that space so you see when you're genuinely working on growing out of that space you can't be around late people that's not good for your health so I said to my friend listen let me get the tickets off you. I'm going to link my Grenadian brethren on such date. It'll be before the concert. So at least he gets his tickets. I got my ticket. You got your ticket. We just meet outside. She's like, no, Sharon, I'm going to be on time. I'm not messing about, you know. I'm like, yeah. 
anyway, give me my ticket, yeah? I'm going to meet you. Sean, I'm going to be early. I'm not messing. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. My ticket. I'll meet you tomorrow. Good thing I followed my instinct. Because doors opened at 7 and Sharon was outside before 7. Kicking herself because she should have been there for 6.30. But doors didn't open until after 7. So I probably got there at 10 to 7. Doors probably didn't open until maybe quarter past. And I was right at the front by the barrier like a groupie. Show started at 8 o'clock. Whether there was an audience or not, show started. Woo, I was there. Guess what time? So anyway, I messaged my Grenadian brethren when I got to the venue. I said to him, look, don't wait for me outside. Um, make your way, make way in. I'm round the corner, but I'm not there yet. So he's like, oh, I'm still at home. Cool. I'm round the corner. See you whenever you get there. So I get there. Didn't see the Grenadian brethren until the after party. My friend, she arrives at 10. Show started at eight. She's in the back, behind God's back somewhere. Oh, is it? Bless you, because I'm in the front, getting all love and enjoying the show. So I was in the front to the bitter end, and the concert was absolutely wicked. One of the best circle concerts I've been to in the UK for, I don't know, probably ever. Yeah, that was really good. Sorry, I've got a bit of a fl- bit of phlegm. I ate some. I know I shouldn't. Me and dairy don't get along. So, I had some frozen yogurt today. And I had like three cups of it. And along with the chest infection, the phlegm is next level. So, sorry, I'm hooking up spits during the during the episode. Anyway. That was Friday. Friday was live. Really, really good. Had a very unpleasant encounter afterwards, but it was all, you know, it's good. I've survived. It's all blessed. Um, yeah. I think one of the things that I've learned on my travelling journey is I'm not... I'm not afraid to put myself in situations that other people might consider hairy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a donut. And I don't walk around with my my head in the clouds. But I also kind of balance being overly guarded with being kind of open to receive. So, yeah. Yeah, I had a bit of an encounter with somebody that I met. Um, He drove us to the station. It's my friend and I, we took 24 hour train back. And it was quite an uncomfortable encounter. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I really want to talk about it in detail. And I'm I'm sorry for starting something I didn't really want to finish with you. But basically I had a quite an uncomfortable encounter with a male and I'm okay, like I didn't, you know, it's not like I didn't get hurt physically, but it was difficult. It was difficult and I didn't like it basically and I didn't, I didn't like how I felt. And so when I shared it with some of my female friends, understandably their concern is like, we care about you, we wanna know you're safe. 
and that's like that's what we care about and I think the thing for me is it, I was upset because I don't want to be in a position where wow I've got water my guard up so high that I don't get to experience things the way I have been fortunate enough to experience things like I've been in countries where they don't, I don't speak their language and they don't speak mine but people have made sure that I was safe that I've got to where I'm going and high crime areas or I've been stranded in the middle of the night at the end of an island with no means to get back and I got in the car with not one but two strangers who drove me to my door and said listen there's no way we would have left you because I wouldn't do that to anybody so those moments remind me that everybody isn't fucked up do you know what I mean but there are fucked up people and I think sometimes as humans we get caught up in the belief that oh fucked up people are over there you know violent people are over there that doesn't happen on my doorstep or it doesn't happen on my home turf or not in my home country well actually yeah and even I was reminded that yeah fuck this happens here in LDN just like it can happen or has happened to you in other places so um I don't want that encounter to to make me lose faith in my own strength and in my own abilities and then lose faith in humanity because then how do I continue to travel alone if I have no trust no faith no belief that I'm going to be safe it just it just can't, it can't happen because nobody is coming with me on the travel journey. Like, yeah, we might meet, but they ain't going where I'm going because it's not their calling and that's cool. Like once upon a time I thought, why don't you want to come? Why don't you want to come? I can't stand this here. Like, because it's not their calling and that's all right. It's perfectly all right that it's not your calling. It's not your calling. It's not your desire. It is not, that's not your, how your path is laid out. That's cool. Walk by yourself, Sharon. And I ain't got no problem with that. And I hold no no resentment to anybody for that i just i was in a difficult situation and it and it made me feel like shit man can't i just walk in peace and be at peace by myself like why why are other humans trying to fuck with my peace like that why would you do that that's just that's just fucked up and it was quite emotional for me it was it it was quite an emotional experience and like oh I mean I've been here too too many times and yeah it was hard it's still hard I think I'm still processing it because it was only like a week ago actually so I'm just processing it I'm just processing it for me it was a violent encounter and another woman might look at that and just think, oh, you know what, men are like, they're always trying it on. And yeah, he was trying it on. But that's not what I wanted. And I didn't know, and I, and I didn't make it known that was what I wanted. So I didn't, I didn't like the fact that he felt that he could just because I was in his car. So, um, yeah, shit happens, innit? Um, 
and I'm just processing it and stuff like you know I, I'm not gonna allow that to stop me from doing me do you know and it come, becomes kind of challenging because you know I'm the poster woman for single doing right about now so you know I'm single and kind of single and available yeah I am single and available not to everybody but to the special bodies and so you know um I'm you know I'm looking I'm interested um my light is on and I don't want those kind of situations to make me jaded and they can you know and I held and I fully overstand women who have had every kind of negative encounter because I too am that woman um who've gotten to a space in their life and they're they're jaded and I get it you know they will is so far up like it's just them and that's it I'm not entertaining anybody in any way shape or form no thank you and I you know I get it so this ain't to them women are like I don't want to be like them but I get it because it's so much easier to be that kind of person than it is to say you know what I still hold faith that the universe has my back. I came out of the situation, you know, physically unscathed. I came came back to a place of refuge. I was safe. I had people to talk to. I still have people to talk to. I still know how to um, source professional help. And I will be source professional help for the things that I need. So, so, um... I have those things, you know, and, and there are some people that don't necessarily have access to that. The point I'm making is that, yeah, something fucked up happened and, yeah, somebody tried to steal my joy, but I ain't going to let that happen. But, yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. It wasn't difficult, but yeah, it was difficult. So that was kind of like, I had a really great time at the concert. It was amazing, man. And if you weren't at that concert, you missed out. And that's the truth of the matter. You really did miss out. It was just, it kind of ended in a, in kind of ugly way. So the Saturday, that was a Friday. And I jumped up so hard by Saturday. I, I can't remember what I did in the daytime. I think I just wanted some time and space to myself, kind of following the Friday. And the weather was really nice, so I kind of just took in. No, I went out with my friend. Yeah, I went out with my friend and her daughter. Um, they had like an outdoor kind of music event, a disco event at the South Bank. Again, they had it outdoors. Weather was really good again. Um, they're running a season. Totally forgot. We just went to the, rocked up to the South Bank, bought her kid, we're like, yeah, let's go, let's do something, let's listen to some music, drink some drinks, and just have a good time. So we get there. For some reason, there's not a lot of people, but the, give it to the DJ. She was dropping some tunes. This white girl, I don't know where she's from, she was dropping some nice classic soul tunes, some R&B it was good, some disco music. It was really good. Really, really good. Some cheesy kind of pop-tastic stuff. Really good. She rigs good, man. I give her credit. And uh, I think it was after I left. 
she remind my friend reminded because they stayed on to they stayed on later i left because i wanted to meet up with some friends i went on to the panorama so she reminds me she goes oh sharon you know it was a gay event right i'm like shit yeah i remember it was like a queer thingy gender bender something something that was happening on the south bank i completely forgot about that we were just there jamming for the music and yeah we got chatting to two gay dudes that were like at the table next to us and they'd never been to carnival before so i was saying to them, why don't you go to carnival take it in go on a sunday the weather's going to be delicious blah 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 they're like oh yeah great and we <coughs> excuse me sorry so sorry we um Excuse me. Was telling them about it. Hold on, let me just pause a second. This cough is not cool, and I feel it coming out right now. <laughs> yeah, so left the career event, went down to Panorama, and I purposely went late because I'm thinking I'll just go for like the afterline and excuse me i'll go for the afterline and just catch up with some friends and stuff i ended up getting there just as it was starting i was like what so it just started the first act had literally just finished which is the band i went to support um but the reason i went late i mean call me a cheapskate okay this year for the first year actually last year was the first year that the UK charged an entry fee for Panorama. And Panorama is the event that showcases steel pan, steel band orchestras, and uh, it's basically steel pan competition for the bands across, usually they're across London. I was gonna say across the UK, but I, have not heard of a national band for quite some time. So we'll go with you, London. So anyway, it's usually the same two winners, which is between Ebony Steel Orchestra and Mangrove Steel Band. It's usually between those two. Sometimes you might get Metronome might win there was one year where the Croydon Steel Orchestra won, which was bizarre. Anyway, so last year was the first time they charged an entry fee, which was £5. This year, they charged an entry fee of ten whole pounds. Ten whole pounds was the entry fee. I was like, you know what? And Panorama's been going on for as long as Carnival, I believe. So we're looking at 50 years. They're in that region of about 50 years. And I'm like, now really and truly, nobody should even be, be, be screwing to pay £10. And the reason being, a Panorama isn't free anywhere else in the world where Carnival's held. No, it ain't. And the thing is, most people charge way more than £10. There's a lot of road traffic, isn't there? Let me come off this road. I'm sorry, people.
So anyway, um, entry fees ten pounds this year. I was like, you know what? Can't do that, you know. Anyway, I keep friends with a lot of hustling brethren. I mean, that's just how we do it out here, you know. I can't help it. I can't help it. You know what I mean? Where you can ask, you can ask last, innit? Anyway, as my friend said, she's like, Sharon, just come down. I'm not, I'm not paying to get in. I'm gonna push can. I ain't naming her name. She's like, I got my t-shirt. I got a spare t-shirt for her, for you. But I didn't pick up her message too late. So as I reach, she tells me she's got a t-shirt for me. Bear in mind, the t-shirt was a small. She's small. Like, smile, smile. And I'm more of a extra large. A large. We go with large. So, anywho, she managed to get in, she pushed Pam. I'm like, all right, girlfriend. She helped the, the band get in, she saw them perform. So, I got there as she was coming out. Sharon, where were you? Was you inside? I was called you, blah, blah, blah. I said, sorry, mate, I missed it. Like, oh my God, I called you. I said, oh, no, no, no. Didn't see a message on, on, the, on the underground. So she's like, hey, oh, Sharon, do me a favor, pick up, my, pick up my jacket for me. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So her jacket had dropped as she was pushing the pants. Anyway, so held on to the jacket, held on to the jacket. About an hour later, I'm like, hmm, no one's claiming the jacket. Because I knew it wasn't hers. So I'm like, okay. Held on to the jacket. Anyway, Panorama for me was like a really big land. It was really cool. I bumped into so many people I hadn't seen for such a long time. And I met this really cool sister, a friend of my friend. Big up to my friend Ebony. Um, to my new friend Ebony. Super cool. Really, really cool sister. It's nice when you meet kind of like-minded. Like-minded light beings. And she's a bit of a light being. You know, it's that kind of weirdo talk but she's just a cool progressive sister and that was really nice so um we ended up hanging out and so she um she was the one we ended up hanging out together she got she gave me the nice hookup man she hooked me up um nice for the e for the event and stuff like that which was cool anywho so come the come the um the end of the end of the panorama we always like, well, we want to hear the results, man. But who wants to hear the results from outside? Because basically the sound was crap on the outside. So anyway, I had a jacket that was part of one of the performing band's uniform. My friend had on a t-shirt from the performing band's uniform. And my other friend, she had a wristband that she found outside. So the three of us just rolled right in to Panorama, took a seat with everybody else, watched the last band perform, and awaited the results. Just like everybody else. So that was really cool. So that was really cool. But like I said, I didn't kind of go there to be at Panorama per se, but it was nice to kind of go and still end up experiencing it, which was really nice. And I actually liked the setup of it, to be honest. So... I know many people and many ardent supporters from over the years and I've been upset that it's changed because Panorama was basically like carnival on Saturday. 
once upon a time, anyone who ever grew up going to Panorama, it was just the whole street was full, and that was what it was. Pan was in the street, Pan never stopped playing, bands played as they came down the street to the performing spot, they, they played when they left the spot, it just went on all night, and it was just nice. And now it's very kind of rigid and and um, it's not as free-flowing as it should be. It kind of doesn't necessarily reflect the instrument per se. Um, and that's kind of basically local authority and police restrictions. And it's a real, real shame. Real, real shame. Um, and Panorama is really for really ardent panic people. Um... It doesn't nor regularly attract non-pan people. Like most most pan fans are there. So it's probably like seventy percent pan fans, maybe thirty percent non-pan fans, um, who just come for the. It's a free pre-carnival rave up, and that's a nice vibe too to kind of just come for the for the pre-carnival rave up. But that's changed, as I said. So they've moved it into a park taking it off the street I think this is maybe the second year they've taken it off the street now um, into the park and although I've been into that park many times I actually didn't realize the park was parks actually a lot bigger than it looks so they moved it to a park horny man no not horny man's pleasant it's Kensal Road the parks on Kensal Road so parks pretty good it's got a lot of space what I what I didn't like was the fact that uh, people who had bought, because you couldn't pay on the door, it was um, online ticketing only. People bought their tickets and the event started at X time. And people were still in the queue. And if you see people that was queuing to get in. And the event was officially sold out, which was really good. Considering the double double price increase. Um, the event was sold out. So even after the first band had played... People were still queuing outside to get in. Now, that was piss poor. And I think that, that that in itself needs to stop. If people are paying to get in, things need to run on time. Shit needs to run tight. People need to be inside the gates. At least an hour before. Now, them who turn up late, well, that's their business. But the people that were there on time, and you could tell that these were not the latecomers in the queues. They were the people that in outside in the queue just getting held back for what? Who knows? So that was a real, real shame. And I felt for them. I didn't think that that was right. But um, hopefully everybody got in at the end. I don't know if they did. Don't know what kind of complaints circulated for that wait. But I will say, um, I thought it was a really good event. And they need to sort out the sound. But again, I think that that is local authority and police restriction. Not necessarily the event organisers. Um, fault. So that's Panorama. Yeah, man, it was a good lime hangout. Rum was flowing, and yeah, that was a good. That was good. So that was Saturday, Sunday. I don't know how I managed to wake up, but I did. <coughs> so I got back from Panorama about one o'clock in the morning, and that was the third day in a row. Might have been. Might have been fourth day in the road that I've come that I've come in after twelve. So I'm feeling it boy. So I came back, took a shower, got to bed, maybe two. Determined. 
to wake up for Juve morning at five o'clock. Bear in mind, Juve started at five. And now I'm about, I'm staying maybe half an hour away from Juve. I was like, nah. <coughs> Let me wake up at five to get there for six. <coughs> Excuse me. Chest infection still continues. So, I woke up at five, messaged my friend, because I had called her before I went to sleep. I'm like, yeah, we doing panorama. I mean, Juve morning. She's like, yeah, call me in it. Call me if I'm up, I'm on it. Spoke to my friend who I left behind at panorama. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah call me in it. I'll let you know if I'm on it. Sharon is up at five. Calls the first friend. Bring, bring. No answer, send a text. Called a second friend, expecting to get the same thing. She, she was up. Click. Hey, Sharon, I'm on it. I'm like, what, you on it? Like, yeah, I'm on it. You on it? I'm not. I'm on it, girl. I'm getting up now. Like, all right. So she took a little while because she said, oh, I'm going to drive and leave my car because I'm going to pick it up when I leave Carnival later on a Sunday. I'm like, all right, cool. So she ended up coming to pick me up in the car. So we probably got to Juve about 6.30, which was fine because I ended up staying. I stayed... We had a good time and then we stayed till about, I think she left about nine. I stayed until maybe 10, half 10, 10, 10.30 thereabouts. And then, yeah, about half 10. And it was good, man. Tuesday morning was good. I had a real good time. Real, real good time. Um, yeah, man, I had a good time. That was, that was a good look. And... Yeah, I'll have some pictures circulating somewhere. If it's not on the blog, it'll be on my Insta. It'll probably be on my blog, to be honest. So anyway, um, yeah, that was good. So carnival starts, I get back to the house on what I should have never done. And I know better. Never come back. Never come back after Juve morning. Just soldier it straight through. But I couldn't do that because I was like, well, I'm hungry. I need to pee. I need to shower off the paint. I need to, I need to, I need to. So I get back. I'm walking like my legs belong to somebody else because I don't know how to manage them. Every muscle everywhere is now hurting. And I'm like, shit me, I'm tired. Stop in the supermarket to pick up some bits and pieces. I get back to the house. I'm like, oh, fuck. I am next level tired. Anyway, I say all that to say, I don't get back to carnival till four o'clock. Blasphemy, I know. That's probably the latest I've ever gone to carnival. My body was hurting, hurting me. Dragged myself through that big old thick crowd. So carnival Sunday for me, now I normally jump with a band on carnival like it's, it, very rarely do I go to carnival and not be in a band and if I'm not in a band then I'm gatecrashed the band so this year I wasn't feeling gatecrashing I don't know why am I retiring or what I don't know maybe I'm retiring from gatecrashing life I don't know but I will say this that um, I will never be going to a London carnival if I am not in a costume 
or in a t-shirt. Let me just say that for the people in the back. I don't think they heard me. Sharon Harris, Hotfoot Rooms, will not be attending another London carnival if she is not in her t-shirt and or she's not in costume. It ain't happening. I am not free-falling it through no crowd ever again. Boring. I didn't enjoy that, to be honest. I didn't enjoy it. Um, thankfully, Sunday, I was only there for a couple hours. So, uh, but it was insanely packed. I mean, London had the most ridiculously hot weekend, kind of weekend in records. I don't know any adult carnival goer that can truly remember a carnival being that hot. It was well into the 30s for both days. Nuts. Um, but yeah, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. Sunday is usually my favourite day. Like Monday, I don't really expect much from a carnival Monday. But carnival Sundays is usually always fire for me personally. But this year, for me personally, it was like it's kind of mediocre. Um, and then Monday was even even less than mediocre but um yes i know and so that's not so what i'm talking about in terms of my opinion is not that notting hill carnival in london was mediocre it's just that i had a mediocre experience because i like to celebrate it in a certain kind of way and i didn't do that this year and so i kind of opted to free fall and the free fall wasn't really wasn't the lick for me so carnival monday was packed and hotter. Sunday, I think, was more packed than Monday. I don't know why. I think maybe I just wasn't expecting Sunday to be so packed. So with it being so packed, I was like, oh my God, it's packed. It's nuts. And then Monday was just like, it was heavily restricted and it was heavily crowded. I think that because Sunday isn't as, as restricted as Monday. So I think that's why with the size of the crowd, it seemed a bit weird. Like, okay, it's crowded. Big time. Monday is super crowded, super restricted. So it was just it was just a strange dynamic. But yeah. Thankfully the weather was delicious. I said it was out and out shit for me personally. But you know, weather was good, so yeah, it wasn't that bad. And um I think that's it for the August update. I believe so. Last day of August. What else is going on? Not much. I've been um, really. Oh. You know when you hear the closing quote, or this particular quote, you know it's the close of the show. Those who roam are not always lost. Keep roaming, people. Ciao.